The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink is a podcast that combines amazing cocktails with the kind of infinite wisdom that can only come from a lifetime of poor decisions. So take a journey with everybody's favorite bartender. We can make some drinks, have some laughs, and who knows, you might even learn a thing or two. See you soon. Well, hey, everybody. It is old HRK here. Uh, coming at you live, recorded from uh, Mugshots Bar and Grill, where I happen to be uh, the best goddamn bartender in Homer Glen. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is worth. Uh, coming in hot this morning from Indianapolis. Went to Indianapolis to visit my brother, who I have not seen in like three fucking years. Um, <clears throat> so I made the trip out there Saturday afternoon. We went and went out Saturday, had some beers, and then uh, Sunday I was going to come home. I decided to stay. We went. Um, he had to do some shit during the day, so I, I I I stumbled around. I went to fucking. There's a place called Tin Roof. Now there's a Tin Roof in Nashville, so there's a bar in Indianapolis that's a that's a Nashville affiliate. It's called Tin Roof. They got live music, and I love live music. So I went there, and uh, there was a drag show uh, during the day, so I was not allowed in because it was t- you needed a ticket. So I went and down the street and hung out for a little bit, waited for the drag show to end. I could tell that it was over because 15 trannies walked down the fucking road dressed like fucking hookers. <laughs> I was sitting next to this dude, and he, like, ran to the door to, like, check out these hot bitches scantily clad. And, uh, yeah, lo- I was like, buddy, buddy. He wouldn't listen to me. He went over and looked, and they were past at this point. So all you could see was their tranny asses shaking. And he was like, God damn. And I was like, you like that, buddy? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And he comes there over, and I'm like, they're all they're all dudes. <laughs> so that was uh that was a tough it was a tough break for him, but he but he handled it like a champ. Uh any fucking ways then my brother came back and met me and we we're gonna go to a basketball game. It was, it's right across from the Pacers where the Pacers play. So I was like, let's go to a basketball game. You know what I mean? He's like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So I ran there was a, I could see this fucking homeless looking dude, uh uh what do you call that when you're when you're scalping tickets, you know? And there's cops everywhere directing traffic, like fucking everywhere. So I walk out of the tin roof bar and I go over to this cop and I'm like, hey, am I allowed to buy tickets off that guy? Or are you going to arrest? I said, Is, are you going to arrest me? Is it like a sting operation? And he's like, I, I'm, I can't say anything. And I was like, okay, like wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even make eye contact with me. He's like, I, I don't know nothing. What, I, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, no comment is basically what he said. So I ran, uh, so I ran over and, and scalped two tickets for 30 bucks off the hobo. Went back in the tin roof, and uh, and this dude was in there playing music, and he was just jamming. So me and my brother were just like, oh, we're having more fun fucking listening to this guy. So we hung out there till you know for a few hours, and then we went home. And I was going to drive home last night, but I, I you know, I, I probably could have. I don't think it was the drunkenness, but if, you know, I think I was all right by then. But I would have been super fucking tired. So I slept. I woke up at three, got on the road, got to the fucking bar today, and. Uh, Met my cameraman, old, 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 trusty Willard Wilcox, who fucking uh, was here on time. I was late, and then uh, left my fucking key. So I, it was, it was a real fucking morning. Anyways, enough about that. What, uh, what else do we got going on? We got fucking World War Three starting. Want to offer uh, a big thanks to my boy Vladimir Putin for ending COVID. Um, COVID's just over now because we got the war, so that's fucking sweet. I'll take a war over COVID any fucking day. Uh, granted, it's not in my backyard, and I don't. I'm insensitive, so I don't really care. But I still, COVID's over, so I'm excited about that. Fucking, uh, I've been googling shit about Russia <laughs> a lot. 
I've been Googling shit about Russia, you know, just trying to fucking, you know, see what the fuck's real and what's not real and whatever. And then I was on Amazon Prime the other day, and this movie Eastern Promises came up. And I guarantee it's because I'm fucking Googling Russia all the time. So I watched this fucking movie Eastern Promises. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Russian mob type movie. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it. So I'm like, oh, this is probably all right. I watched this fucking movie, and there is, I shit you not, like a fucking seven-minute-long naked fight scene. Like, full frontal, Viggo Mortensen's kicking dudes and his dicks flopping around. It's fucking wild, man. And uh, it's, they're like in a Russian bathhouse, you know, and it's like bloody. They're stabbing each other. It's fucking, it's weird. But anyways, six minutes, I'm watching this naked, these naked dudes fight. Their dicks are fighting while they're punching. It's, it's fucking weird. They like wrestle a little bit. I couldn't even imagine. But the point of this story is I uh, enjoy sleeping naked from time to time because it's comfy. You know, you just feel free. You're just out there, you know. And it occurred to me after I watched this movie that I never want to have to fight someone naked. Like, I don't want to fucking do that. That would be terrible. So uh, I will not, I will no longer sleep naked for the fear that if someone breaks into my house, I'll have to fight them naked. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know. That's, I'm, that's fucking, thank you, Vigo Mortensen, for opening my eyes to that, to that very real possibility. Plus, then what if the guy killed you? And the, the, the worst way to die is naked, right? The paramedics show up. Maybe you're not having, like, the best dick day. You know, it doesn't matter what your dick is like. You can have a bad dick day. No one, no one is above a bad dick day except maybe like 15 dudes. You know what I mean? So I just, I don't know, laying there naked, bloody with like a bad dick day. The paramedics come in. Maybe it's a hot chick. You know, I, I, I don't know. No more sleeping naked for me. That's the moral of that fucking story. Uh, quick comedy update. We got a show here at Mugshots March 21st. We got a great lineup. Jeannie Dugan is coming out. She's the queen of Chicago comedy along with a couple other really great people. And, uh, and my buddy GSJ is going to be providing the music for that show. Um, not a music, not a professional musician, but he's done some open mics and, uh, he can, you know, he can, he can sing and, uh, you know, he plays guitar and he can play four chords so he can play 275 songs. And, uh, so it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm excited about it. Um, just move my dick a little bit there. Sorry. I'll just talk about bad dick days. Maybe, me, maybe check my, my, my dick day status. My nose is running. I swear to God, this is the second week in a row I look like a fucking cokehead on fucking national TV or whatever you want, on national YouTube. Uh, what else? I was going to plug, plug the Brolo, but I feel like I haven't said anything with any fucking, with any fucking, with any fucking uh, meat to it yet. So I'm going to save the Brolo plug for later. Let's, uh, let's, get into, let's get into ripping shots. Fucking ripping shots today. Remember I was telling you about Netflix and Eastern Promises. Speaking of Netflix, there's a new Netflix show called fucking... Uh, called Love is Blind. Well, it's actually the second season, but Love is Blind. And this show is essentially um, th this group of men and this group of women, it's a dating show, and they meet each other essentially like behind like a curtain, and they just like spend, I don't know, a week maybe, like interviewing each other essentially, like, like six guys, six girls, I don't fucking know. And then they like pick who they want to marry, and they literally fucking then get married sight unseen. You know what I mean? I wouldn't fucking buy a car sight unseen, let alone choose a fucking wife. But these dumb motherfuckers are just going for it. Um, and they're, they're, they're picked by doctors is what they say. The, the, a team of doctors, like, you know, psychologists or whatever the fuck, pick, uh, pick, pick the right people. Um, I think they just pick who's the most fucking insane. But uh, with that, we're going to make a flaming Dr. Pepper in honor of the doctor's um, a flaming Dr. Pepper. I've never made one, nor have I ever drank one. But essentially, it's a shot of amaretto with a little bit of uh, 
151 proof uh, rum on top, which is flammable. You light that bitch on fire, and then you drop it into a beer. Let's uh, let's play the real fuck. We got Willard Wilcox here, and I'm neglecting his song. Let's do some ripping shots. Got the shakes today. Oh yeah, I'm a shaky, shaky Betty. I've never done this. Let's see if this bitch lights on fire. Fuck yeah, we got fire. Let's kill this song. Let's pour this beer. Look at this fucking beauty. Man, it's like I'm a fucking bartender. So you take this, and I think you drop it in there, and then I think you drink it. Boop. Bottoms up. Ooh, I burned the fuck out of my hand. Okay, that's awesome. Tastes kind of like Dr. Pepper. I did burn my hand. I'm not shitting. I must have had some fucking rum on it. Ooh, excuse me. I hate when I got to slam something like that because it, like... The next 20 minutes is just like a never-ending series of burps. But anyway, so the ripping shots question, I got to get my head out of my ass, was uh, what's the worst you've ever been duped by a person's pictures? And that relates to the show because, you know, you can't see what this person looks like. Um, so, you know, I don't know, whatever. That was my question. And we had some fun answers. There was like the honorable mentions, like height and teeth uh, were popular. Um, you know, girls bitch, it, girls, girls bitch about getting like, Height, like height, lied about height. Like a guy says he's six foot and he's five ten, and girls make a big fucking deal out of that. But I guarantee every girl that bitched about that on the thread is a girl that takes an overhead fucking titty pic on her dating profile, smashes her titties up overhead straight down so you can't see what's going on below the titties. You girls know what you do. So I don't want to hear fucking shit. I don't want to hear shit. Height, height, and teeth. Um, you know, if a guy doesn't smile in his pictures, that's a red flag. You should be smarter than that. But anyways, let's get into it. Christy from Kankakee said, she listed a couple things, but the most, the one that stood out was she said, one guy was not even remotely the same color. <laughs> I, I, so I, I, you know, I, I, I fucking, uh, you know, she's, she's out there searching for some BBC and a, and a, and a nerdy white guy shows up. I don't know how the fuck. I mean, to me, what, is she saying that it's a different person or it's just the same guy, but like he used some kind of crazy filter to look like he was a black dude so that she'd think he was packing. A lot of dick references today. Holy cow. I must have, I don't know. I don't know. There were, there were, I, maybe, maybe it was the tranny show and in, in Indy that's got dicks on my mind. But anyways, um, Christy, you sound like a fucking racist. Uh, you know, it's 2022. We should all be colorblind. Fucking broaden your horizons a little bit. Uh, Melissa from Orland Park says, I got duped by a guy who photoshopped, oh, look, I spilled beer all over my phone. I'm an idiot. Who photoshopped, <laughs> fuck, who photoshopped his hair. Must have taken him fucking hours because when I went there, because when I went there, bald spot, and he didn't have the game. She says, she says, because I went, I went to his house, he had a bald spot. And he didn't have the game on Super Bowl Sunday or good food. I was livid. So essentially, Melissa did a first date. She did a first date where she went to a guy's Super Bowl party. <laughs> That's kind of fucking weird, Melissa. Um, never go to a guy's house on the first date. You <laughs> you're just devaluing yourself right out of the gate. It's hard to respect a girl that comes to your house on the first date. Ladies, if you're listening and you go to a guy's house on the first date, I promise he does not respect you. 
Uh, maybe you don't respect him, and that's fine. If it's just, you know, if you're just out there, you know, looking looking for the D, 15th dick reference on the today's show, then that's fine. But I'm just saying, if you want a man to respect you, do not go to his house on the first date. Um, Ashley, uh, Ashley didn't come to my house on the first date. We went to breakfast. We, we drank breakfast beers was, was our first date, which is just one step above going to someone's house, but it was enough for me to respect her. Um, any fucking ways. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl Sunday, guy fucking photoshopped in his hair. I, I, <laughs> I wish someone would photo. I'll bet Will could photoshop in my hair. I, I could stop wearing a fucking backwards hat. I'm going to have to talk to him about that after the show. Um, but yeah, because I, especially today, I look like, probably look like a hot bag of dicks. 16th dick reference. I probably look like shit today, having woken up this morning at three and gotten on the road and driven. Um, you know, that's the worst part about these awesome fucking cameras and this great fucking setup is that you can really see the blemishes. I got like a fucking red thing on my, one of my eyes. I can't remember which one. I'm a fucking, I'm a mess. I didn't shave, like, I didn't clean any of this up today. I don't know. I'm, I'm rough. But, you know, hopefully uh, you just. I got duped by a guy posting pics with him skinny, and he was actually like 400 pounds. Um, well, <laughs> I just couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine showing up on a date knowing that like, like the gig is up. Is, do you think that they're not going to notice that you're 400 fucking pounds? You know what I mean? And I've had girls do this to me. I went on a date with a girl once and she came to my house, which I just said I already, so obviously I didn't even respect her out of the gate, but she came to my house. And she had these pictures, you know, we, I like checked out all her social media. She was lovely. This was years and years ago. And I lived in this condo where like you walked up the stairs and as she came up the stairs, I saw her face and she was just as beautiful as in her fucking profile. And then her shoulders came up and her titties, like, like all this stuff is appearing like above the, above the line of like the, where the floor is and she's coming up the stairs. And then her body just kept getting wider and wider and wider as she was coming up to the top of the stairs. And I was just like, oh, fucking God damn it, man. You know, and I'm too much of a nice guy to, uh, you know, I've had girls say, like, I just turn around and walk. Some of these messages where girls, like, got duped, they'd be like, I just walked right out. I showed this girl a fucking nice time. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't go through with being a jerk to her. I think I even held hands with her on the way. We went and got ice cream, oddly enough. Big fucking broad. But uh, <laughs> I think I held her hand on the way back from, uh, from ice cream. You know what I mean? I just want to make those big girls feel good. Um, probably got drunk and made out with her. I don't remember that much. But um, my point is, uh, when you lie about that stuff, what do you think is going to happen? Although, I guess in that girl's defense, it worked. You got to make out with, the, with old HRK, handsome son of a gun. So, you know, maybe the fucking joke's on me. I don't know. But it's funny that uh, she talked about, um, it's funny that she talked about, like, that person gained, you know, was 400 pounds when, they, you know, she thought, she, she thought he was 180 or whatever. Because on this fucking show that we're talking about, on this fucking show, a lot, like two of the diff, two of the characters, characters, you know what I mean. Two of the contestants, I don't fucking know. But two of the women, like, used to be big girls, and they lost a bunch of weight. Um, and that's fucking wonderful, right? Like, that's wonderful. Good for you. Except the problem is that, uh, you know, look, I've I've seen TikToks where people are like showing off their weight loss, and they got their arms out, and there's just like there's just stuff hanging. You know what I'm saying? And I'm look, God bless you for losing that weight. You know what I mean? Um, you are the same person that became a slob in the first place. So, you know, 
don't don't get too fucking you, like you can kind of go fuck yourself, but also you did you know you you lost the weight, so that's a, that's a thing. Good for you. Um, but you know on TikTok, I mean these motherfuckers look like flying squirrels. Like they got they got flaps. You know what I mean? Um. So the point is these girls on this show have lost a bunch of weight and they don't, they don't fucking tell that to the guys. Like no one goes in there and says, yeah, I used to be 375 pounds. You know what I mean? And you can't, I don't think you can really ask questions about what they look like. You know, I think you got to kind of fish around that and be like, well, do you, do you, do you like to work out? I mean, I don't fucking know. But the point is, uh, <laughs> I feel like if you're a person who lost a bunch of weight, you should, you should tell i mean i've like i've been as heavy as like 315 pounds and then since then had been as light as like 210 pounds so i mean like I, that's 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 over 100 pounds but i'm a tall guy and my 315 didn't look you know i i, I didn't look like fucking fat bastard from those austin powers movies i was just like a big guy my point is if you're a person with all this skin stuff happening I feel like you should give someone that disclaimer. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you can put clothes on, especially now that high-waisted jeans are in style. Like, you can really hide that stuff, you know? And then fucking the clothes come off, and uh, it's, you know, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, then you're just stuck. And once the clothes come off, that's kind of past the point of no return, isn't it? Like... You know what I mean? Like, once the clothes come off, I don't think anyone's like, ah, I changed my mind. I think you just got a bang at that point, you know? So I, it's like, a, that's a fucking, that's a rough one. It's like, a, I don't know. It's like fucking, that's like, a, that's like interviewing a candidate for a job and it goes great. And then the background check comes back and they're a felon. <laughs> Like, like you think you met this wonderful person. They're probably still a wonderful person, but you know what I mean? This super hot person. And then... They're a flying squirrel. So that's a fucking bummer. With that, let's make today's cocktail, which oddly enough is called the flying fucking squirrel. I was Googling. When I do this, what I do is I just kind of fucking think of different names that will relate to the podcast, and I just see if there's a drink named after it. So I was Googling like, you know, I was Googling like Mr. Personality, and I was Googling like, I was Googling all this shit to see if it was a cocktail, and none of it was. And then I thought, what about fucking Flying Squirrel? And sure as fuck, there's a drink called Flying Squirrel. So what we're going to do with the Flying Squirrel is we're going to fucking salt the rim of this, this glass. It's funny, this is like the second week in a row where the drink is kind of like a, like a knockoff of a, uh, of a standard margarita. But the Flying Squirrel, you're, uh, you're going to fucking uh, fill your glass with ice. You're going to add about an ounce and a half of tequila. You're going to add a little fucking triple sec, which I got right here. You're going to add a little lime juice. I know, I know what you're thinking. HRK, this sounds like a fucking margarita, bro. Well, calm the fuck down. Because you're going to, and then you're going to, you can add a little sour. It calls for sour. I don't fucking like sour mix. It's too tart, but I'll do a little dab. And then you're going to top it off with some OJ. So it's basically like, like, you know, OJ is the mixer. Um, you're probably supposed to use a tall glass, but. Whatever. We just make do around here. And that's the flying squirrel. Let's give this thing a take. Maybe we'll garnish it. We'll throw an orange on there so it's not such a ripoff of the... The orange is bigger than the fucking glass. Let's take a sip. Yeah, it tastes like a margarita with orange juice. Okay, not bad, though. Not a bad drink. I don't know about salt and the orange. Maybe don't salt the rim. That's not important. Uh, so let's fucking uh, so let's so let's let's get into this this uh, fucking love is blind show. 
could you fucking be with could it, it just begs the question like you know can you fall in love with someone's personality and of, of course you can you know that's 100 percent a thing you could you could have a pen pal back in the day when like people wrote letters you know what i'm saying or, or some shit like that you could have a pen pal or you could have a fucking text buddy or whatever and you you, you communicate with that person in a way where you start to get feelings, especially if you're on a show where you're trying to fall in love. You're just tricking yourself, but whatever. You can most certainly fall in love with someone that you have not seen before. Absolutely. 100%. But the minute that you see them, if they're not attractive, you fall right out of love. And that's just a fucking fact. To, to, act, like, to act like fucking... Um, to act like... You, like the first season I watched, and they got lucky because the two, you know, two of the two of the more attractive people got together, and then like, you know, like people matched up kind of accordingly to like their. Uh, there was one foreign girl that was real cute, and she did she married kind of a boner, and then, um, but you know, so it's not it's not a hundred percent. But my point is, uh, <laughs> looks are personality is good up to a certain point, but then looks fucking take over, and same thing goes for looks. Look, here's the thing. Like I said, I went on that day with that girl, and I got drunk, and I made out with her. Great personality, not much to look at. I got drunk, and I made it work. I have done the exact same thing with super hot chicks that have terrible fucking personalities. Um, and I can't say which is worse. I think, it's, I think it's a tie. I think a shitty personality is just as bad as not being attractive. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but if you're not attractive and you have a good personality, you probably land like the t the upper echelon sixes. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. Jesus Christ! Fucking three hour drive. I wish I was drunk. Um, well, that's a different podcast. Okay. So <laughs> I don't even know how far. I feel like we've been doing this for 10 minutes. It's going to be the shortest podcast ever. But the point is, um, you know, this show is uh, fucking stupid. It's reality TV. Uh, it's, I'm sure women love it. Women love reality TV. I think women love reality TV because they love to gossip about, like, their friends. Like, I, listen, I went on a double date this past weekend, and uh, Ashley and her friend just talked. Like, they just talked about people they knew. You know, like they just kind of dished the dirt. That's, that's all they fucking did. And, you know, like I, I think when girls get with their friends, they just talk shit about people. So this is my point. When you, if, 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 uh, if, if you know, if, if Sarah and Katie and, um, and Becky, Becca, Becky, whoever the fuck, all watch Real Housewives, right? They can get together and they can talk shit about the women on Real Housewives like they talk shit about their friends. And I think that's why women love reality TV because it's like, it's like you have friends that you can gossip about, and women just fucking love that. You know what I mean? Guys, I don't know. I don't ever get with my buddies and talk about other buddies. Um, it might be how he's, how, how's he doing, and then we might uh, hype each other up. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll see Gabe, and he'll tell me about our buddy Jared, and be like, Jared's killing it, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just got a new job or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing that guys do. The girls just love to fucking trash each other, and I think that's why they, uh, why they love reality TV. Uh, but anyways, with that, I guess let's make this last call for alcohol. This is the worst podcast I've ever done, and I look probably fucking terrible. It's normally where I would slam the drink. 
But as same as last week, it's five in the morning, and I just don't feel like slamming a fucking margarita right now. Give me, give me heartburn. So to sum things up, um, Netflix is wrong. Love is not blind. Uh, love is very, uh, you know, love has 20-20 vision, motherfucker. And if you're not physically attractive, <laughs> you know, the ten's not going to fall in love with a four unless he's got a boat. Um, and even then, it's fake love. Uh, don't, uh, don't sleep naked in case you get in a fight. And, uh, if you think you're going to go on a date with a black guy and you end up meeting a white guy on the date, give him a chance. Maybe he's got a big crank. Who knows? You know, guy could be, guy could be part fucking, uh, he he could be, you know, could be one of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's great grandkids, you know, who the fuck knows. So with that, this is old HRK signing off saying, uh, you know. Love is uh, not blind. Go fuck yourself. Terrible ending. Terrible exit. Drink. Remember, you can always hear me first on Be Positive Radio every Monday at 1 p.m. If you miss me there, all episodes are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might listen to your podcasts. Be sure to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you're interested in being a guest on the show or you just want to tell me how much you like me, feel free to send me an email at hrkpresents at gmail.com. Or just slide into my DMs like your mom does. See you next time.